0: Merry Christmas and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1191.
1: Great things do not come from our comfort zones.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello automotive enthusiasts and a Merry Christmas. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special Christmas guest calling in for Norfolk, Virginia, Paige Boma. Hey Paige, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: I am ready, Mark. Thank you for that great intro and Merry Christmas to everyone.
0: Absolutely fantastic. And I think I should say instead of buckled up, do you have your helmet on, your riding gloves and boots, and you'll know why in just a second. Paige Bomba is the vice president of CycleTrader, an online marketplace designed to connect motorcycle buyers and sellers. Paige has played an integral role in strengthening the Cycle Trader brand while sharing her enthusiasm for motorcycles through speaking engagements, marketing campaigns, and several other media outlets. With over 12 years of industry experience, Paige offers a wealth of knowledge and insight into the world of motorcycles and power sports. Paige also spends her weekends as the pit crew for her two young sons and husband who all race motocross. Very cool. So Paige, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career and a very obvious passion for motorcycles?
1: Thanks, Mark. And again, Merry Christmas to everyone. As Mark mentioned, I have been um, with our recreational brands for the last 12 years. And I like to say that I work with all of the fun stuff since the businesses that I manage are Cycle Trader, ATV, PwC, Snowmobile, and RV Trader. I am lucky to work with such a passion-driven industry, but even more lucky because, as Mark mentioned, it is my actual passion, and it's also where I spend my weekends My boys, my husband and I, we all jump in our RV on our weekends, and we head straight to the dirt bike tracks all locally in our area, and we race motocross all weekend long. So um, I truly enjoy being part of this sport, both professionally and also um, in my personal life.
0: Well, you figured out the secret sauce to success, and after talking with uh, way over 1,100 people here on Cars, yeah... That is what Cars Yeah! is all about, inspiring automotive or motorcycle enthusiasts, I should say, in your behalf and the fact that you figured out how to wrap that passion into your career. So we're going to learn a lot more about that, how you've done it, all the fun that you're having. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your success in your life, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah! So Paige, grab the handlebars.
1: Love it. All right. So for me, one of my biggest mantras is that great things do not come from our comfort zones. So we've got to get out of mm. our comfort zones, try something different, take a little risk. I believe that it is important not just to embrace, but really to drive change both in business and in personal life. So the only really good way to move from good to great is because you're pushing for more. And that's really you know, been my, that. my mantra <laughs> yeah, personally and um, and in business. Well, does
0: it relate somewhat to motorcycles, too? Because uh, jumping on a motorcycle and going off and riding, I mean, have you been riding your whole life? Or is that something you took on a little bit later in life? And was it a little bit scary when you first did it? Or was it just natural from the start?
1: Yeah, um, I actually grew up, I'm more of a city girl. I did not grow up dreaming of being at a dirt bike track. But um, about the same time that I met my husband... I started also working at Cycle Trader. So, really all at once, I became kind of I went head first into into motorcycles and I got very much bit by the bug there.
0: Going head first into motorcycles, that might not be the right way to say that, <laughs> but uh I think we understand what you're saying. You know, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. I have a, an old college friend who uh she met a guy and they started riding bikes and their kids ride bikes now. And it's become this whole big family adventure. And a good friend of mine locally here, uh, Matt Sweet, who helped me when I first started this podcast with my website. He's the same way. His family, they all have dirt bikes. They go out and ride on the weekends. It's a, it's a really wonderful way to bond with a family and friends, right?
1: It's definitely the most like family oriented sport in my eyes. We do spend our weekends at the track, riding around, my boys ride, my husband rides, I pit crew, I ride around on. We've got a scooter that we're out there. I ride around on our pit bike following uh, following my crew. So it's just yeah. it's fun. All of my husband's friends too have that he grew up riding dirt bikes with when they were kids. They all ride now together with their families. So it's it's grown from um for years.
0: Absolutely. Well, we pretty much answered my next question, and that is a story that instigated that passion for bikes. Now, let me ask the bike that you like to ride. Do you have a favorite kind of motorcycle that you like to jump on and ride?
1: So, I generally am on a scooter. We've got a kind of an old school scooter that I love to scoot around at the tracks, or I also ride um, ride a pit bike with my kids. But i don't I don't ride myself as much as I am there with with my family. I have ridden Supporting I do <laughs> yeah, I do ride sometimes, but um I really when you're out there with your you know two kids riding, you don't really have time to uh to be doing it yourself maybe once the once the boys are a little bit older, I'll jump back on myself.
0: Here's a great picture you sent me that will be on your Cars Yeah show notes page of your two young boys. How old are they?
1: They are six and eight.
0: Six and eight. Ah, a wonderful years, wonderful years to wake up to Christmas morning as well, which is very cool. Well, let's talk about some of the roads you've ridden down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. These are great lessons to teach us things. I love the fact that you like to get out of your comfort zone, which usually leads to a, a failure or two and, and maybe a challenge or two, but these are great things. I'd love for you to share one of those in your life and kind of walk us through that experience and help us understand how you gain even more momentum as you move forward
1: from that. So when it comes to challenges, one of the ones that comes to mind first spans both my personal and my work life. So through my cycle trader lens, we have been watching the motorcycle industry struggle for years, if not really even the decade, with getting younger riders to take an interest and to get started in the sport. So I started to see this very firsthand in our local race district where our biggest class for racing was our 40 years older and plus. And then our smallest class of riders, what's kind of sad, was our little guys. Those little 50cc bikes, um, age four to eight, that was our smallest class. Averaging somewhere between three and five riders. And I can tell you two of those little little guys were mine. Um, we're yours, so I yeah. <laughs> just, right, like two of them were mine. So they didn't have a lot of competition. So I decided to take this on, you know, really head first myself and, and jump right into it. So I addressed it like I would really a full business hurdle. I went into our local district. I met with them. I had a plan on how to grow this young age group and get more more riders, more parents involved. My plan included a, a couple things. So I started with special pricing um, for these new riders to get in. I also started nominating a moto mom and a moto dad as a spokesperson to, to help getting these riders comfortable, answer questions for the parents that were out there, that because they weren't sure what what getting into this you know new lifestyle was gonna gonna look like. And then I also started to set up a, I just call it like a more meeting at the races. And it's kind of educational, but before each race, I dedicate the time solely to the little riders and to their parents to answer questions, to get the riders excited about. It's been really, really cool to get all these, these new guys out there and riding and, and answering the questions for the parents. The hardest part um, was getting our race district to agree to make this a focus and to focus their efforts on the little guys opposed to on their current rider base, you know, the, the older guys that were out there. So I, I did have some hurdles getting through that, but we were able to do it. And I started this in January of this year, so January of 2018. And in less than a year, I am super excited to say that we actually were able to grow our 50 CC class From three to five riders to averaging 20 to 25 riders every single day. And it's our biggest class.
0: Yeah. That's incredible. Well, what do you think was the, I mean, you cited some really cool ideas there that came through and worked for you. Before this point, do you think there was just, were parents just not even aware this even existed for kids that age?
1: No, I think what was happening is they just don't know where to start. I would get lots of people that would call me directly because they know I'm in the industry, but they also know that um, that my children ride and my husband rides. So I would get random people that would get my number from somebody or they would, you know, get in touch with me through Facebook to say, hey, we want to get started, but we don't know what to do.
0: Ah, okay. I see. I was thinking, too, maybe safety was another concern with little kids on bikes. Maybe parents that weren't riders themselves were concerned about safety issues, but obviously, I mean, safety is a primary concern for any parent, and I would assume in these organizations and rides, there's all the right equipment. You help train them, show them what are the right things to wear so that kids can be safe Uh when they do crash because they're going to fall down. That's going to happen. Yep. Uh, was that another big uh, primary factor for people, do you think?
1: It was, and that was actually part of my moto mom, like kind of spokesperson piece where I let moms know that they could call me or dads and I will help them figure out like, what's the right gear to to buy, where to go, what dealerships to talk to. I also um, went through the AMA where they've got, which is American Motorcycle Association, where they have done a really good job getting um, some good information out there about what you need to get started in, um, in motocross and supercross.
0: Very cool. So I
1: would, just, I would direct the parents there.
0: Yeah, well, not, of us, not all of us are as lucky to have parents like you. My parents were awesome because we used to go camping down in Baja, California all the time, having grown up in fun. Southern California. My parents bought my sister and I Honda Trail 70s. And uh, we used to ride those things up and down the beach, I mean, until they'd just run out of gas. And we'd fill them up again. Oh, it was so much fun uh, at a very young age. So uh, kudos to you for what you pulled off there. That is absolutely brilliant. Let's shift gears and uh, talk a little bit about a big career or life aha moment. One of those things when the headlights came on and kind of illuminated a way down a a new path or a new trail for you. Uh, And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success.
1: Great. So an aha moment for me was about six years ago when we became the title sponsors for a pro motocross and supercross race team, which is now known as the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha Team. This was um for our business was just it was a huge shift. It was a very large investment into the industry and a totally different way for us to get involved in the future of the sport and to help grow it, which as you know is what I'm what I'm passionate about. So really the Rock River team started as a race team. And when we came into the mix, it was really just the time that they were starting to become a, a pro team. And we were there to support them and help them become a strong pro national team. And with that, we've been able to have some really good writers like Alex Martin, Colt Nichols. So the team has just continued to grow and get bigger over the last six years. And one of the things that is most exciting about us and the race team and really that aha moment is being part of making memories with the kids that are coming yeah. to these, you know, pro national races, motocross races, their families are there for the weekend at these big events and we're able to interact with the kids. They can get autographs and it's, it's just such a such a fun thing to be part of.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Awesome. Love it. Well, how did you and your family spark an interest in motorsports?
1: Well, as I mentioned, I grew up a city girl and never really envisioned myself spending my weekends at a dirt bike track, Um, but, but I love it, and I loved being part of it, and knowing my husband's history and family that spent so much time racing together as kids, it was something that we both really wanted to get our kids started in. So I would say the best moment for our family was when each of our boys got their dirt bikes, and for both of them, it was a Christmas present.
0: Nice, nice. And
1: what was exciting to me about that is not just that they got, you know, a dirt bike on Christmas and their dirt bikes were, you know, all geared out with cycle trader and looked just like a pro bike. But what was really exciting to me is that we set the expectations with both of our kids early on. And they both knew that if they wanted to get into riding motocross, just like their dad that they had to master their Strider bikes, which is their balance bikes, which I absolutely recommend, you know, kids get, get balance bikes when they're really young and they had to mm-hmm. master their pedal bikes, no training wheels before they were able to get anything with a motor. So <laughs> cool. for me, yeah, like we just, we wanted them to know, like, you, you can't just jump on a motor on a motorcycle. This is, this is pretty serious. It was really exciting on Christmas morning when they came out and they, you know, each each saw their bikes at, at different times and they were so excited to ride. But I think the bigger thing was they were just equally excited because it meant that they accomplished something big.
0: Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. that's what opened it up
1: for them to get get the bike. So huge milestone for our family and I think it is really that it was that moment um that, that was just really, really special.
0: Very cool. What a wonderful Christmas morning. I can see the tree and the bike sitting there. Ah, special, very, very special. But I like the fact that there was some uh uh work and reward involved here too. I think that's really, really important, especially something serious like riding a bike. So uh I love that whole program. And I'm sure that uh, any of our listeners who are interested in getting their kids on board can reach out. I'll put a connection, a way for you to connect with Paige on her Car Show Show Notes page. So if you have an interest in this, We can connect you guys. Uh, I think it'd be fantastic because I'm sure there's people with a lot of questions out there. Very nice. Well, is there a bike or maybe even a car in your life that you wish you still had that you let go?
1: Well, this is an easy one, Mark, um, because I'm actually struggling with this right now. Okay. We just sold my son's very first PW50 that I just, just talked about that he got on Christmas morning. It was actually his last race was a couple weeks ago at um, Elizabeth City Motorcross Track. And he, he rode his bike and he rode off of the track from his last race. And we loaded up the bike and we gave it to another family who just gave it to their, um, their child this morning. <laughs> so it was oh, wow. it was really hard for me to, to watch, um, watch that bike ride away. And
0: yeah, yeah. all
1: the memories right away with it. But um <laughs> but I know another family's got it and and we'll also see we'll see that little bike around uh around the track.
0: Well, paying it forward, what a special thing to do. And of course, uh the spirit of Christmas and giving, uh everything just kind of came together great there. So the fact that you'll see another young child on a bike uh gaining some experience and I think for little kids I would think is this is a, a wonderful way to build their self esteem and their confidence. Uh, being on a bike, I, I've got to see that that's kind of one of the sidebars and a benefit of this, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, my my kids have their own little mantra, which is, why do we fall down to get back up? And they, they say it <laughs> all the time, like, we fall down to get back up, get back up. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that's, uh, it's, it's great for kids to get involved in a sport like this.
0: Absolutely. Fantastic
1: story. Love it.
0: Well, let's talk about uh, a current projects or current things going on there at Cycle Trader and all the other brands that you represent there that have you excited and fired up.
1: One of the the big projects that we've been working on that really excites me is I've been speaking, and most recently I spoke at the National Motorcycle Show in Vegas. And I was excited because the topic is what I am passionate about, and it's how to bring new riders into the industry. And I spoke directly to um, motorcycle dealers about how to, how to bring these new riders in, how to educate them on the gear, how to, how to get them excited about being, being part of our sport, how to get the parents involved. And so um, I was able to do that, and it was it was a really... Really great um, great opportunity for, for me and a great opportunity to continue to grow our sport.
0: It's fantastic. And I'm going to ask this question to get the end, but I want to ask it right now. For people that want to learn more, what's the best place to go and get involved with Cycle Trader, learn more about it? Is it simply CycleTrader.com?
1: Yeah, you can def- definitely go to CycleTrader.com and start to, learn, start to learn there. The AMA is another great place to go, which is the American Motorcycle Association. They've got some yep. really good information there on how to get started. And go to your local yeah. dealership. Your dealerships, what's really great about the motorcycle industry is the guys that run these dealerships and that work at these dealerships, they're enthusiasts themselves. So yes. they'll be able to really help um, help riders get involved. And again, anybody wants to reach out to me, I'd be happy to, to help people get started.
0: And I'll let listeners know, if you're interested in riding motorcycles, another thing that is absolutely imperative is go take a motorcycle riding course, a safety course. Uh, when I got back into motorcycles after being off them for years, I did that. It was several weekends. Uh, this was for street riding, but it also works well for off-road. Uh go through that course because you don't want to end up being one of those terrible YouTube videos of somebody that jumps on a bike and goes right off into the bushes somewhere. Uh much less uh, gets injured on the roadway. So please take those courses and uh be very very careful out there. Wear all the right gear. I see people in some states riding without helmets and I can't even imagine doing that. I just can't imagine it, but uh wear the right it gear is crazy. safety gear. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My friend, the brain surgeon will tell you uh, because he's operated on plenty of people who've been uh, in bike accidents. So please be careful and uh, take those safety courses and be careful out there on the roadways. Watch out. I was always told ride like you were invisible and you definitely have to do that. So
1: you have to be the one um, that's looking out for the cars because they're they're not necessarily looking out for you. They might they might miss you.
0: Yeah, it's hard to see bikes sometimes. That's for sure. Yes, it well, here's is. a very introspective question for you, Paige. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a motorcycle, I usually ask people if they were a car, but I'm going to ask you if you were a specific kind of motorcycle. What would you be and why?
1: My first instinct is to say that I would be a Ducati, and it's really for oh, all the nice. reasons that yeah, right. Ducati, what a great, what a great looking bike. Um, but it's for all the reasons that come to mind with their brand. Overall. And so it's just really that I find myself a bit of a go-getter. I'm slightly competitive and um, some say that I might have expensive taste. So seems to lend well to being a Ducati. And also everyone thinks I'm Italian. So it just seemed like the natural fit. I loved the question, by the way.
0: You're you're welcome. You've got a very Italian uh, spicy flair to you, Paige. I think it's very appropriate. I rode Ducati bikes for, for many years, um, a Monster, a 750 Monster. I love that oh. bike. It was just so cool. I love the way it looked. And uh, yeah, I love the Italian design, of course, and everything. And I had I got to visit the Ducati factory years ago. Uh wonderful place to go. If you're ever in Italy, up in northern Italy, I happened to be in the area visiting uh, Lamborghini and Ferrari. And I went, I got to go to Ducati in Bologna. Uh, very cool tour through there. And the history of Ducati is very, very interesting. So if you have a chance to do that, please do. Well, page up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal or a twist of the wrist, let's say thank you to today's car, Yeah sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier plush and Berber custom floor mats, you'll also find... Cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers and sunscreens enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy to install and easy to clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at covercraft.com and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents With over twenty-five years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to MetronGarage.com. That's MetronGarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. <laughs> Okay, Paige, we are entering the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some twists of the wrist, blips of the throttle. So here we go. That's a tongue twister. What is the best motorcycle or riding advice you've ever received?
1: Well, you kind of touched on this earlier, Mark. It's absolutely 100% safety first. It can be a dangerous sport, as everyone knows. So you've got to ensure that, you know, you have all your correct gear and that your bike yep. is properly, properly maintained. So we want to look cool out there, but um, you to got to have safety first.
0: Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years?
1: Yes. It is always having the end or the ultimate goal in mind with everything I do.
0: Absolutely. Now, how about a resource? Is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners? I have a feeling I know what this is going to be.
1: You do, of course. So I'm going to say it's Cycle Trader, right? Um, yes. But that is because I truly do believe it is a great resource. So whether somebody's yeah. looking to buy, or you're looking to sell, or you're looking to research, just get started. Um, it's it's a great place to start. Yeah,
0: absolutely, great resource. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a nice drink with anyone in the motorcycle industry or field, living or deceased, who would it be?
1: Gosh, that is a tough one. So many great choices from Mary Barr. You got Ricky Carmichael out there. Elon Musk. Um, But if I had to pick one, I would say it has got to be the legend. I'm going to go Evel Knievel.
0: That would be something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got to meet him. My dad took me up to Orange County when I was a kid and we saw him jump over a bunch of school buses and we got to get ah. in line and get an autograph picture. And when I came, I was pretty young. When I came home, my mom made me an evil Knievel cape, which was pretty cool. And we set up mm-hmm. a ramp on the street and I tried jumping over some trash cans. I didn't do as well as evil. I had a little uh, bit of a crash there on my bicycle, but, uh, what is it? If you had a chance to talk with evil Knievel, what was, what, what's one of the things you would ask?
1: Oh, I'd have- questions i think you know one of the first would just be everything after all of it the broken bones all the injuries do it again and and what would you do differently i'd love to find out would he a sportster and a little more suspension like a dirt bike um i'd love to ask questions like that i'd also want to know what would the advice what is the advice he would give to first-time riders
0: yeah Absolutely, Yeah, that would be quite interesting, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Keep both keep both wheels on the road might be the answer to that one. So uh, very nice. I would think so. <laughs> is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy?
1: Um, absolutely. I don't think a lot of your listeners would want to read all the books I read in kind of my uh, my off time. But I do have one, depending on their line of work, that I think is really valuable. It's called Measure What Matters by John Dorham. And it's just, it's a great book. It's really all about goal setting and having a goal setting system in place. And in this case, the system that he um, built is called OKRs, which is objectives that have key results tied to them. So he had helped some really big tech giants like intel and google achieve incredible growth that we're all all aware of by using these ak okrs so it's a book that um that we use a lot here professionally as we're setting our goals and i think it's just a really great great resource resource and a great book
0: awesome i'm glad you recommended that love business books and i remind our listeners you can find all these great resources pages share today on her Cars Yeah show notes page, just go to CarsYeah.com, type in page Boma, B-O-U-M-A, and that page will pop right up. There's also a great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books under the Resources tab, where all my past inspiring automotive and motorcycle enthusiasts have listed great books for you to buy and have made it really easy for you. Little one-click purchases, so uh, check it out. All right, Paige, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool motorcycle on the planet. doesn't matter who owns it, where it is, what it is. I'm going to buy it for you as a nice Christmas gift. But there's a couple rules to this game. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. So if you pick the most expensive motorcycle, you're stuck with it. I want you to be able to ride it and enjoy it. No garage queens here. You got to get out and enjoy the open dirt trails and roads. Uh, and it's the only one cool collector bike you can have in your garage, or if you want to park it in your house or your office, that would be cool too. So, what would it be, and why?
1: Well, it's definitely going to be something really old, and likely I would want something that's a limited edition that there's not a lot out there. I would say most likely a Triumph, maybe a Triumph Bonneville, or um, even like an Indian bike, but something something old and and limited edition.
0: Well, I can't. Buy you two. I'm only going to have to buy you one. So you got to pick between that Triumph or that Indian. Both very good options, though. But I know which one I would go with. But which I'm, going I'm going Triumph.
1: I'm going Triumph. 100.
0: That's what I, I was going to pick. The same one too. Those are pretty darn nice. cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One of my past guests, uh, Andy Cohen, who's been on the show here, Beverly Hills Morning Accessories, uh, has a beautiful Triumph. Parked in his living room, actually, which is pretty darn cool. But uh, I think I could go out and find you one because he's not going to let go of that bike. I'm, f- I'm <laughs> sure about that. So very cool. Well, Paige, you've taken us on a wonderful Christmas morning ride. I want to thank you for taking a little bit of time away from your family here on Christmas. So special to get to talk to you. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your incredible off-road journey with me and the Karja yeah! audience. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you ride off into the sunset? on that triumph Bonneville.
1: Nice. Absolutely. It would be without risk, there's no reward. And so I you know, I encourage everybody, like, get out there, have fun, do all the things that you've been you've been wanting to do. Grab a new grab a new bike. Start riding. Um it's it's just great. And you'll have a really great time with it. But also um I look at the no risk, no reward without risk, also from a business standpoint. And try other things in, in your business and in your uh, in your professional life also.
0: Absolutely. Especially heading into the new year here it might be a great New Year's mantra to put in front of you. Uh, take some risks. Try some new things. Uh, get out there and kind of uh, push yourself a little bit. I think you'll be really surprised what happens. That's where the real rewards come. And what's again, the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and CycleTrader.
1: All right. Um, so whether you're already a motorcycle enthusiast or you're thinking about getting started um, in riding, I tell everybody to check out CycleTrader.com, where we've got you know all the motorcycles, ATVs, PWCS, snowmobiles that are out there to, to get you started or to just have fun on the weekends. And you can also check us out on social media. So we've got Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter, whatever you prefer. And um, we would love to love to meet you.
0: Absolutely. Well, listeners, again, you can find all these great links on Paige's show notes page on the Carjia yeah! website. Just type Paige in the search bar or Paige Boma, and uh, you'll find everything there for sure. Paige, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise. And Merry Christmas to all the Carjia yeah! listeners out there. I hope you have a wonderful day with your family. Until you and I talk again, Paige, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thank you. Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you.